Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Now today we have got part of a mini-series and this mini-series is based on a conversation that myself and David Holland had. Now those of you that know Dave will know that he's my personal coach and we've been friends and associates for a long time. Now we had a chat for our podcast but you know what this chat ended up being over three hours. So we've extracted the very best bits and carved them up into a mini-series so that you can take away bite-sized information as if you are a fly on the wall of this conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. Please do subscribe and leave a review if you do. And I can't wait to speak to you again in series two. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Um, for those of you who've heard this mini series so far, um, I'm sat here with Dave Holland, my friend, my business coach, my mentor, um, and, and all round good guy. And we've just been having a general chat and it's, it's an opportunity for you guys to have an insight into a chat between business owners, between business advisors. You know, we see, we see what works and what doesn't work in our own business, in other people's businesses. And hopefully there's something that you can learn from it as well. And the conversation so far has been around LinkedIn and Twitter. We've covered a range of things. And what, what I'd like to do now, Dave, is um, ju just have a conversation about other social media and online marketing activities. What, what, what are you and your clients seeing working at the moment? Well, I think for, for, for me and for us, what we do in our business, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram increasingly, Facebook, yes, and, and YouTube. Those are the sort of five main ones. Um, I'm, I'm on Pinterest, but I'm not really sure why <laughs> and how it works. How's your knitting uh, getting along? Exactly, yeah. that's right. I, I, we put pictures of the dogs up and that sort of thing, all good. Um, but the five, those key, the five key ones, um, and I found video works well for us. So I will put a, a two or three minute video up about something to do with business or sales, whatever it is. Yeah, but um, look, you're a handsome chap. Oh, exactly. I've I got am. a face even, for podcasting. Even, even with my missing, <laughs> missing tooth. Uh, yeah, I did, I, I did, a, I did a, a video just saying, uh, I'm going to do a video even though the tooth is missing. And some guy in Australia came back and said, you know, they do have dentists in Luxembourg. It's like, really? I didn't know, no shit. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for that. Good for the tip. Anyway, um, so video works well. Uh, two or three minute videos. Um, I think uh, branded humor works well, conversational style. And, and for me, what I find works is if I'm traveling around as you do a lot in airports mm. and lounges, mm. you know, here's me, I'm in the airport lounge here, I'm traveling over here, not any great detail, just sort of updates, that type of thing. Um, and visibility, and as we're talking, Carl's taking a selfie at the moment, I think. <laughs> you just reminded what me. I need to, the I, live I, feed. I'm, I'm, I've been an hour without updating my story, but for, for me, um, one of the big things that's, that's really working for me is Instagram. Right. So, I'm going to put it out there, Facebook's dead. I, I, I don't know if it is or not, but I've, I've really struggled on Facebook. Um, you know, you can, you can treat this as an appeal to try and get more fans or followers or whatever they call them on there these days. Um, but it's, it's genuinely not. I, I've just found that the organic reach on Facebook has been decimated. Um, it's a real pay to play and I struggle to get anywhere near the, the level of reach that justifies the effort of even logging on. Um, but Instagram, on the other hand, has been phenomenal. So um, Instagram stories, for me, is where it's really at right. because it's the only social media platform where you can see exactly who has viewed. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, you can then go in and you can see how many have clicked on the link, you can how many have tapped on a sticker mm -hmm. to go through to either the location or the person you've tagged in. And the sheer level of analytics there, um, you know, you can see who's exited, who's swiped left, who's swiped right. It's not Tinder, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you can see, for example, if I put on a picture of text, mm -hmm. so one of my fallbacks for Instagram story content, if I'm having a duvet day, and, you know, whilst... Whilst I would never let the general public know that I have duvet days, I have duvet days like everyone else does. Um, but if I'm having a duvet day and I think, oh my God, I can't go out and take a selfie or a picture somewhere glamorous. Um, what I do, I take a picture of a book that I've got. So the book is, um, it's, the, it, it's um, 365 days. So it's like a, it's a diary of stoic learnings. I can't remember the name of it. I, I really wish I could, but I'm caught on the hop here. But anyway, um, if, if I've got a day where it's a duvet day and I'm in my boxers and you know just got out there, so I'm bloody, I can't face the world. I'll take a picture of it, and then I will um, hold my ca top tip, hold my camera up to my hand, really close to get a black background, mm -hmm. and then I'll type some text, a one-liner to summarise the the page before. Yeah. So whatever I've learned from that page. Um, so let's say today it's you know, 23rd of May. I'll go 23rd of May, whatever the learning is, it'll be paragraphs and paragraphs. Um, I'll read it, take a picture, condense it to a one-liner. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, I can see how many people swipe back to read it. Yeah. Now there's very few platforms where you can actually monitor and observe the trail of viewing, um, both through the story, but also then somebody who's been intrigued by the one-liner and then goes back to see more. Yes, moves on through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. You, you get to know not just those who are, who are just um, viewing it because it's come up on their feed, but those who are really, truly engaged with what you've said. Yeah. And that stuff has been phenomenal um, on Instagram. I mean, do, do you, are you getting clients out of that? I mean, are you getting bookings, clients, customers, paying stuff out of that? Or? So I would say um, Instagram is part of the web, uh, more firmly part of the web than, let's say, LinkedIn. Right, okay. Okay, so if I was to go through my social medias, and I'm going to do this now, and I'm, I can't name names, obviously. No, no. Um, but I can tell you that I'm looking through LinkedIn, um, and I've put no sales content on whatsoever. Uh, I've had a franchisor inquiry, uh, somebody who's looking to franchise their business. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a request to help someone promote a charitable cause, um, and I've had a media request through LinkedIn, and that's in the last 24 hours. Okay. So pretty good going, bear yeah, in mind, okay. but all I did was put a picture of myself um, in Bristol yesterday. So <laughs> so um, there's stuff that's actually happening. If I was to look on Twitter, so I just need to wait for these to open up, but this is, <laughs> this is live, real-life stuff. Um, on Twitter, I've had an inquiry from a um, speaker booker um, and a media inquiry in the last 24 hours. Um, plus, I had an email come through from a journalist that would have been based on Twitter interactions. Instagram, on the other hand, I could be pretty sure that there would have, um, the only messages that I would have got would have been from my son, um, would have been people reacting to stories. Yep, so I've got a few reactions to stories where people have seen it and either clicked on a smiley or whatever. Um, it's far more social than LinkedIn right, and Twitter. Okay, okay. So what I would say, though, is 
I've made a conscious effort to use it in the way that I used Facebook in the past mm -hmm. okay. to build the social relationship with business contacts. Yeah, it's okay. Because I think the thing that the, the danger is, and it's, I think one of the things is people get sucked into social media mm. and they start wanting to get likes and clicks and shares and all that sort of thing, but actually the phone never rings. Yes. They never get any business from it. And the view that we took, and again for the, for, for the clients as well, is, okay, it's great to have a social media presence, good to be on all, the, all these sites, but it's, if it doesn't start paying dividends, then there's not a lot of point, unless you want to have just you know, visibility. And, and for, for us, you know, in, in our company, we get one or two inquiries a week coming through, which is enough for us, uh, either for a speaking gig or client, whatever it's going to be. And all the activity we do points towards those. But I think a lot of people out there doing all this stuff on social media, Instagram, whatever, and they don't get anything out of it at all. They're just there being visible. And that's, I think it's a danger because they, they, they lose the will to live. Yeah, I think that it's, I mean, for me, I mean, this comes back to a, a wider question on um, personal branding, PR, social, because it's all, it's all intertwined. And it comes down to what is your why? Yeah. You know, what, why, why are you bothering to do sure. this? Why are you bothering to have a LinkedIn account or Facebook account? You know, we, we discussed that very early on in this conversation that you know, we, we've got different whys, but mm. they're, they're pretty much in the same direction, but sure. slightly different. Yeah. Um, the reality is, you know, we're, we're speaking tonight at LinkedIn Local, um, maybe 60, 70 people there. Yeah, 72 registered Oh, 72, now, I fantastic. So, I can yeah. guarantee you there'll be 72 different whys, 72 different strategies, 72 yeah. different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm and 72 different posts about the event. Yeah. So we, we've all got um, differences in what we do, but I believe that not only is social media part of the wider personal branding net, which is part of the wider marketing net, mm -hmm. in turn, the motivations to do it is, um, is actually much wider than just business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm very open with mine that I've got a combination, you know, there's um, business and it's not actually to make sales through social media but it's to build credibility mm -hmm. to reassure existing clients and to make it easier for my business to get into prospective clients um, there's an aspect of opening doors for a non-business mm -hmm. so for example the takeover of a football club mm -hmm. came about yeah, through social media and yeah. and it's by far the biggest asset that I can bring to the football club as well sure. because you know I'm a I'm just a thick Essex bloke to be honest I'm I'm not chucking cash in um, I'm not very good at football so I can't advise on the pitch but what I can do is help build that community and use some of those learnings um, but then added into that mix is a bit of ego mm -hmm. um, there's a bit of wanting to leave a legacy you know there's there's a number of different drivers and I think that if it was solely business I would be questioning my will to live Yes, okay. No, okay. I think that it, it depends. I think maybe it's a generational thing as well. I don't know. I mean, I'm... I'm got a well, few how about more. you? What, what's your drivers? Well, I think I, I, I look at it as I, I, I do want to have... I'm a, I'm a sort of social creature. Mm. And I think one of the things that uh, I've looked for in my career and life is external feedback. Mm. You know, validation, if you like. Yes. And, and at one level, you want to be liked or loved and recognised, this sort of thing. And social media is a great way of getting that. It feeds the, mm. it feeds the soul to a certain extent. So there's that level of personal, just look at me, aren't I wonderful and yes. you know, good for you. And in fact, you, you have the one who opened my eyes to the fact that I'm externally validated as Right, well. okay, yeah. Yes. But a lot of people are. You know, now they, mm. they, they have external well, validation. Because we need that social feedback, and it, it does that. Mm. I think then, that, that's, that's the first thing. Um, I do want to be seen, recognised, thought of as somebody who is, uh, number one, 
uh, I mean, I'm 56 in uh, about three months' time, and a lot of people my you age... You don't look a day over 60. I know, thank you, very kind. <laughs> You're very unkind, you bastard. <laughs> but, you know, but the people of See, come my, on my age... come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's an that's a, that's a, a attractive invitation to exactly, guests, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> but it, 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 the people of my age... Uh, tend not to be very good on social media. They just don't. Mm. And I think I, I, I think I am, and I've learned, and I've because it does that, it proves that it can be done. Um, and then the third one is it wants to be good for, for business, because it is good for receiving bookings and gigs and clients. And I think the people that we work with, they there's an expectation that we're going to be out there doing these sort of things, that we're going to be leading the way as well. Mm. Um, but for me, it has to make sense business-wise. It has yes. to make sense in terms of leads and inquiries. And it is doing, it, it's working. But if it wasn't doing that, I don't think I'd be very, that excited about it. I think I might be putting more on you know, Pinterest, nothing else at all. Yeah. And that's it. So I think the breadth of it is a lot of effort goes into good social media marketing and visibility. If it didn't pay for itself, I don't think I'd bother. No, and again, it's a very interesting point. Um, so I, I did an interview with the Daily Mail yesterday about... Oh, and I'm I, sorry. No, <laughs> so I, I absolutely hate this phrase. It's up there with entrepreneur for me, mm-hmm. um, but about being a social media influencer. Oh, I, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm not being videoed, but Dave can see me cringing as I say it. Um, you know, I, I really do hate that term. It's, um, it doesn't feel like something that you should bestow upon yourself. Okay, but anyway, no. um, so they, they um, had some questions about social media and, and in particular, you know, what, what do you get from it and how much effort is it to maintain? And the reality of social media is it doesn't start on Monday at nine o'clock and finish on Friday at five. Um, because the pace and the frequency and so on, actually, you know, if you, if you do decide to treat it as a job, then you just won't be any bloody good at it. But it's not social then, is it? No, they, they, no it's not social. It's employment media. They're not, it's, it's, we're in social media. Completely. So, so Dave, let, let me pose a question to you. If, um, if business wasn't a thing, you know, let's say you're a staffer at... I don't know, the NHS or whatever, and you couldn't use social media for business, what platforms would you use? Oh, goodness. I, I think... I, I really don't know. Good question. We'd probably use Facebook mm. uh, and WhatsApp because we communicate with family and friends. Yes. Just from a communication perspective, that would be okay. Um, I would... I'd use things like YouTube to watch and, but rather than participate. And... I'd probably have a company page on LinkedIn and that'd be it, I would have thought. So it'd be like a landing page, nothing mm. else. But I don't know, I think it's, it's the, it is that f- sort of feeding frenzy of feedback and likes and clicks and comments that, that, that makes me keep on doing it. Yeah. But if, if I didn't get that and I, or I couldn't use it, um, then I, yeah, I probably would Because you were saying it's a generational thing as well. So yeah. um, again, this brought me back to my article. I remember that um, back when I was, so when I left school, um, went back to my GCSEs and I started a college course for a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the college, it was the first time that we had PCs that we could actually use. I mean, when I say use, um, you know, my school had what were called RM Nimbuses. I don't know if they're still a thing. I think RM's still a company that's okay. going. <laughs> yes, but they okay. were a certain kind of PC that was built for educational establishments, okay? okay? Now, college had proper PCs, right. okay? So, somebody bought in a floppy disk mm-hmm. and this floppy disk had um had a little hack on it so that we could get the um, native windows messenger so we could message the other pcs okay and the internet came out at the same time so in that month a lot happened um and we started using uh, there was an old t- kids tv channel called trouble mm-hmm. and they had an online forum 
So again, at College Year, we were on the forums, uh, even though we sat opposite each other, you know, as, as David, as you and I are now, yeah. we'd be sending messages to each other, and then all, all of a sudden, the, um, the person we were insulting would come over and try and start a fight, and, you know, it was, it was all, it was 16-year-olds having a bit of fun. Sure. Um, but it was the very early stages of social media, mm, so yeah. it was actually quite formative in, at a very early stage in my life. Sure. Um, and that became, you know, moving on to Friends View United, MySpace, Bebo, and, and so on. So it's actually been there for more of my life than not. Yes, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, and, you know, I, I open it up to you, but I mean, that, that's my position on it being generational. I think there is a generational impact. I think there is. Um, I, I think and, there is, yeah. And I've kind of grown up with that feedback loop. Yeah, I think, I, mean, I can remember being at school. I remember when a lad came in the playground, this was 1970. Eight, seventy-seven, yep. seventy-eight, and he'd got one of the first ever LED crystal watches. Okay, and you had to press a button, and then the, the numbers illuminated in red. It was about the size of a of a, like a house brick on his wrist. It was a ridiculous thing. So I was pre PCs. Yes, I remember the first calculators coming out. That okay, was about wow. It. Uh, so that, wow. so it was slightly <laughs> slightly behind a little bit. Um, and I can remember uh, when the, the the internet was sort of became usable, and mm. he started getting things like. PCs and spreadsheets, and I can remember the first time I saw a spreadsheet. I sat there with a guy, he got this huge uh, computer screen, it's very, very basic. And he showed me this spreadsheet look, you do this, you add that equals that, and you sum it up. And, you, and it was like, wow, this is so cool, you know, it's great. And so I bought into the sort of the potential of technology sure but i think you know, younger people have grown up with it they they, they type their thumbs you know that mm. was a new one mm. for me they used to qwerty they know how it all works and, it, and the generations now the youngsters now coming out of school now they have phones they have tablets they're on and that's the way it's going to go it's a good thing it is but do you know there's a there's a very so there's some very negative um changes but there's also some interesting changes which i wouldn't want to um, cast as positive or negative. Mm -hmm. So I look at my eldest son. So my eldest son is 20. And I, I know I don't look old enough. I, I must have been <laughs> I'm 10 not, when he, I'm not anyway, saying anything. Anyway, <laughs> um, my, my eldest is not a social media native. Mm. He, um, yeah, he just, he, he's actively shunned social media and mm -hmm. it's become a real effort to use it. And I think that that's the case as kids get younger. Mm. Um, but one of the changes that's very negative is the, uh, the fear of picking up the phone, and you know, communication is via WhatsApp and mm -hmm. text message. Yeah. Well, not text message. You know, why would it's written, isn't it? It's all, why, yeah. Yeah, why, yeah. But why would a kid use an SMS message when they've got WhatsApp or Instagram Messenger Absolutely. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we think of emails and text messages and so on, but actually, the kids don't think of it like that. I'm sounding really old. No, it's what it is. Um, which is probably a really good indication, <laughs> but we need to then move the subject along. Um, <laughs> I think in terms of facts and telex. Yes. So it's like thermal rolls and that sort of thing. So, um, Dave, what I think we should talk about now is offline marketing, if that's okay. So we've talked a bit about social media marketing, and I know that doesn't cover the whole sphere of online marketing, but I think it's pretty much the core of online marketing nowadays. Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.